Welcome to The Prevention Perspective, a podcast dedicated to sharing information, ideas, and resources about violence prevention work. The topics discussed in this podcast, including healthy relationships, prevention practices, and dating or sexual violence can be difficult, and we urge you to listen with care. Our hosts are not licensed counselors or mental health professionals. If you or someone you care about have experienced domestic, dating, or sexual violence, please call the National Domestic Violence Hotline at 1-800-799-7233. You can also find more resources in the description of this podcast. Um, Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Prevention Perspective. I am your host again uh, after a brief hiatus. Uh, My name is Tracy DeMarcus. I am the Prevention Program Manager at the WCA uh, local nonprofit in Boise, Idaho. Um, And we're starting off fresh our second season, which is super exciting. I took a little bit of a break for a few episodes. You would have heard Caro, our lovely Jesuit volunteer, kind of took over uh, the end of the last season and is kicking us off into this new season. So welcome, Caro. Hi, everyone. It's good to be back. Um, I'm really excited for this new season. If you've been listening for a hot minute, you know that we've been doing a lot of really great stuff in the past, but also took a quick little break to do some planning and be proactive in creating a whole new season for y'all. So I'm excited to tell you guys more about it and for y'all to hear the cool things we have planned. Yeah, we also have Shannon in the studio with us. Shannon, you'll have heard on a couple of previous episodes. Um, Welcome, Shannon. Thank you. I'm so excited to be back in the recording studio. This is going to be a fun season where we talk about all things prevention so hopefully some new stuff for you listeners or maybe stuff you've already learned before but we're here to provide some good insights yeah hopefully (laughs) this is also the first uh, time we've ever had our entire team on the podcast so this is exciting for us this is the whole prevention crew for the wca um so we thought we would just kick off our first episode this season to give you kind of an idea of what to expect like kara said we took some time off to do a little bit more intentional planning um, in setting up our next season. So it's really going to be honed in on um, violence prevention in the school kind of system. So really excited about what's going to be coming up this season um, and thought it would be beneficial to get kind of a deeper dive with some of this information for you all. And so Yeah. Yeah. So kind of as we structure the next season and kind of head into that, we're going to be very intentional with the guests we provide and center a lot of our conversations around school-based prevention efforts. If you've been kind of following along with what the prevention department does and kind of how it relates to WCA's mission, a lot of our work centers around reaching out to young folks, youth-serving organizations, schools, etc., to talk to young people, young adolescents, high schoolers, middle schoolers about healthy relationships so that we can, you know, ideally change the norms and ideas around dating violence to create a world where people know how to be in healthy and safe relationships without harming and doing, um, you know, creating unhealthy patterns that do harm to others and individuals. So 
as we enter this new season, we're going to be thinking about how schools can be great places to have those conversations and, you know, facilitate dialogues that engage teachers, students, and young folks in these kind of conversations. Yeah, so maybe let's t- take a quick break and then we're going to dive into really why we're focusing on schools um, this season. We'll be back on Prevention Perspective. If you know a teen or young adult in your life, they need to know about Love is Respect. Love is Respect offers 24-7 information, support, and advocacy to young people between the ages of 13 and 26 who have questions or concerns about their romantic relationships. They also provide support to concerned friends and family members, teachers, counselors, and other service providers through the same free and confidential services via phone, text, and live chat. Love is Respect aims to be a safe and inclusive space for young people to access help and information in a setting specifically for them. They provide comprehensive education through resources including quizzes, interactive pages, and testimonials, as well as training, toolkits, and curriculum for educators, peers, and parents to promote healthy relationships and prevent future abuse. Visit loveisrespect.org to find all of these resources and more. back to prevention perspective again our very first episode of season two where we're going to spend quite a bit of time focusing on violence prevention in school systems so just want to put the question out there caro shannon why is it important um that we as violence preventionists um it is today um why is it important that we are in schools doing violence prevention work (laughs) So it's great when we're thinking about violence prevention and just kind of dissecting the word prevention and thinking about how to tackle that in the first place. And prevention can start really as young as any age. So why not start going into schools, talking to these kiddos about how to have healthy relationships? And that really is the bulk of what our curricula Uh, encompass. We're thinking about healthy relationships, what that means, what that looks like, or what that feels like, and not just romantic relationships, right? We're thinking any kind of relationship, platonic, so all all the friend groups that they're hanging out with, their teachers that they interact with on day-to-day basis, or coaches, or any kind of um, two people that can have a relationship. So if we're really thinking about the amount of time that kids spend in school that is so much of their day interacting with all of the people having these different relationships and a lot of things can come up for them so if we're going and meeting them in the spaces where they already are the spaces where they're already experiencing these things it really lends itself to some awesome conversation and opportunities for learning Mm -hmm. awesome yeah, I think you speak really well, Shannon, about kind of rooting what we're talking about and what they're seeing in daily life. You know, like schools are great places for staff or role models to really model, you know, this behavior and kind of root conversations about healthy relationships, you know, social, emotional learning, like being a good friend and supporting each other and kind of what they're seeing in school and also really delve into how relationships aren't just romantic. You know, it could be between two dating partners, but also between a coach and a player between a student and a teacher between friends. Mm. And so rooting kind of these conversations about the different, different relationships they have, even just within school could be super helpful as well. 
Absolutely. And I love that idea of kind of thinking about, again, meeting these kiddos where they're at, because maybe these conversations aren't happening at home, or maybe they, parents or families want to have these conversations and don't know how, don't know where to start or how to begin. And we all know that everybody has busy lives. So if we can kind of take that off of the plate of some very busy parent who's who's out there and they're focusing on other things, then why not do that? We'll go into the school, we'll go to where the kids are and have these conversations and kind of keep keep that momentum going or at least get it started. And I think as well about how a lot of times when we go and do presentations in different teachers' classrooms, a lot of them remark that, you know, this is really valuable, but they wish it was more than just a single presentation. Like they mm-hmm. wish there was more we could do to continue this conversation. And, you know, if we're kind of rooting it in the school environment and approaching it from like different angles and different perspectives, like not just keeping it constrained to like one presentation once a semester or in one classroom, kind of like the more they're exposed to it and the more the conversations had over and over again the more commonplace like it kind of becomes to be open and upfront about these things and really challenge those practices. Yeah. And I think we've talked about that a lot on this podcast in the, in previous episodes in our last season. Um, You know, when we try to think about violence prevention, we have seen a shift over, over time from just doing these kind of one-off classroom presentations to really trying to deepen um, the work that we're doing to affect school culture and climate. So, um, and I think, yeah, Shannon touched on this, like, because kids spend so much time in these settings, it is like a major influence in the ways that they're developing their values and their beliefs and their, you know, system of morality at at that age. And so I think having a broader kind of view of of violence prevention and knowing that it is individual skill building right which we do a lot of um but also looking at those kind of higher level what I would call like protective factors um and how are we making sure that teachers and school staff feel like they have the skills and tools to be able to support a student Um, whether that's with dating violence or maybe sexual harassment or even mental health concerns. Um, How are we making sure that this is not stigmatized or um, that kids know that they can talk about those things openly and honestly with people in their school um, and that they'll be able to receive resources if they are having difficulties? Um, Yeah, I think we're really trying to work intentionally to broaden our kind of definition of what is violence prevention. Cause yeah, when I, even when I started, you know, in this field about five years ago, well, I was in the field before that, but specifically doing prevention, um, you know, yeah, we were really, really focused on that, like one time classroom presentation. And that felt really like, yeah, we're doing great work, which not to say we weren't, Um, but there is definitely a limitation to what we're able to do with that. And so trying to expand our scope into, um, other practices that can make a more meaningful or significant difference in the long run, um, has been a really, uh, I think positive shift for our prevention program. Um, and is something we've been modeling after, um, 
other prevention practitioners across the country and across the world. We try to stay up uh, as much as possible with that. So, um, yeah. Any other thoughts on like why it feels like a lot of a lot of work in prevention, um, violence prevention starts in the school system or within um, the I guess I would call it an institution of schools or learning. Um, yeah. Any additional thoughts you want to add to that? Yeah. Just as you were talking, it also made me think of all the experience that you have and that our team has regarding not just violence prevention, but connecting with youth, connecting with mm. teens or um, middle school age, what have you, and presenting them with this knowledge, not to say that we're experts in the field, like we're certainly learning and there's always room to grow, um, but we are also certainly knowledgeable. So what better opportunity than to have people from your own community or from the kids' own community who know about this thing, these kinds of topics, who research these prevention um, practices and can go and give that to the kids in a manner that is that serves them the knowledge that is so important to have a way that can still connect it to, to them because we'll play some games we'll make it light we'll make mm. it fun we'll also get into some like kind of heavier topics what have you but we do it all in the lens of of educating and being knowledgeable and that's a really great resource like there's really something we said for community learning and leaning on the people who are experts in certain areas to really bolster our community and make it grow and be fruitful Mm -hmm. yeah and I think that too Shannon makes me think about like um we know that having connections to safe and supportive adults is a factor that protects against violence in somebody's life and so even if that child or that young person doesn't necessarily feel like they have that at home maybe they don't necessarily even feel like they have that at school with a teacher or a counselor giving them that option for another safe supportive adult to come in and present them with information and um, builds that kind of additional protective factor um, and some sometimes in groups and stuff like yeah we have a lesson that we need to get through and we're trying to get this content out there but also like if all we do that day is sit and listen and like build trust with a young person like that's still violence prevention um and so i think again just kind of moving beyond just that traditional definition or like understanding into kind of more of a holistic um approach is is super cool to see and to be a part of Mm -hmm. Yeah. And to your point and last thing I'll add, but I read a quote one time and it was saying like, we do a lot to teach young people how to like work and learn, but we don't do a lot to teach them how to love. And I think about how, you know, obviously there's a lot of importance placed on traditional school subjects and those are super valuable, but even kind of rooting or like having conversations about things that students are seeing like relationships and things that are relevant to their life, you know, pairing that and making that normalized um, to talk about and learn about in school is super valuable as well. You know, learn about, traditional school subjects, but also things that are relevant to their life. Like you can do both, which is cool. Yeah. Yeah. That <laughs> makes me think about a, a meme that I saw the other day. It was like, gosh, another day going without you know, having to calculate the hypotenuse of a triangle. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, you know, how often do I really use that in everyday life? 
eh, maybe here and there if I'm like doing a home project or like something like that. But I am navigating relationships every single day in so many different ways that it is such a critical thing to be thinking about. And not to say that like math and geometry is not important, but like realistically, when we think about how often young people or people in general are coming into situations where they need to have these relationship skills, um, are we are we really giving it to them? Are we really preparing people to have the best, most like productive, thriving, healthy relationships? Um, I think we have a ways to go yet, but so I'm so grateful that I get to work with you wonderful people and have this avenue to share information for for others who might be trying to to work towards the same end. So um, let's take another quick break and then we'll give you a real quick synopsis of some of the upcoming episodes to stay tuned for. Um, And yeah, we'll be back uh, in just a minute on Prevention Perspective. Are you looking for more information about violence prevention? Whether you're a domestic violence service provider, educator, or parent, you can find more resources on our website at wcaboise.org. You will find lessons, videos, conversation guides, shareable social media content, and more all in one place. Resources will be added regularly, so make sure to keep checking back for updates. Welcome back, everyone, to Prevention Perspective. Um, Thank you for sticking with us through this bit, and hopefully you were able to join us our past season. I'm really excited to kick off season two for you, um, focusing on school-based prevention. And we have a lot of really cool episodes coming up. Um, And again, trying to kind of broaden, um, narrowed focus, but also broad, if that makes sense. Um, So thinking about the different ways that... um, violence prevention might show up in schools. Um, We have some folks uh, that might be talking about alternative schools and what that looks like for them. Um, We're hopefully going to have some youth reps on. So yeah, Kara's been working really hard to get some awesome guests on the podcast for us. Kara, do you want to give us a little bit of a tease of who's going to be on? Yeah, for sure. So we got a lot of really cool, really cool folks coming in. So I'm super jazzed to get the ball rolling with this one, but we're trying to kind of, you know, go deep and wide, um, like get a range of perspectives, but really get into that, you know, get deep into the conversation about what violence prevention looks like in different areas. So we're bringing in um, one of our good friends, Rachel, who does a lot of substitute teaching and has been doing that for quite a bit, but is also a parent and can kind of give us a multifaceted perspective on kind of why this is important in schools. And then we'll also be bringing in some guests who work as counselors and teachers in traditional school settings, but also alternative schools and kind of how, what this looks like in their respective school and kind of how the approaches differ. Um, we'll also be learning a lot about why sports teams and sports settings, um, you know, in relation to schools, but also just youth sports in general, because that's a huge kind of point of involvement for a lot of young folks are important in the role that coaches can play in that. Um, what am I forgetting, Shannon? I think that... Oh. I think that just about covers it. We've got, like Caro said, a really nice range of people to learn from. So hoping that we can glean some good information from all the different people's experiences. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. And we, we have the first couple episodes like lined up, planned super perfectly, but we're trying to be as flexible as we can and kind of bring in different things as, you know, as inspiration hits us. So if you're listening and you feel super passionate about a certain idea or feel like there's, you know, some holes and gaps that we're missing, definitely feel free to reach out to us. If you or someone you know is a professional who has great insight into this, we would love to connect with you um, and are open to, you know, bringing in new guests and people who we might not have connected with before. So I remember a guest that we <laughs> had. In. Anyway, um, so we at the WCA have in our prevention group, we have a crew of young people we call our youth reps. So that stands for Relationship Education Program. So a group of teens, high school age that we meet once a week and we just come up with ways to bring prevention out into the world, out into the community of young people. So we'll be certainly interviewing them. They're all just a fabulous group of people that do a ton for their community. And this is just one of the things that they do. So it's really going to be cool to hear from them as well. Definitely. Yeah. And I think, again, having a really kind of focused topic area of like violence prevention in and around schools, but trying to get a really wide variety of perspectives um, from different different folks within those um, settings. So yeah, I'm really, really excited for this season. I think we're going to have an awesome crew of guests and also just want to be mindful of <laughs> we are still in a pandemic. <laughs> we're trying to do this as safely as possible, having folks um, either come into the studio or call in if we can. And so yeah, bearing with us if uh, if there's any difficulties that way, but we are still trying to navigate safety in a in a pandemic, but doing the best that we can for that as well. Um, yeah, I'm just so grateful for for the listeners that have stuck out with us for for a whole season and are ready to jump into to this season too. I think it's going to be an awesome uh, awesome season of episodes, and really really excited for all of the knowledge and experience and expertise that we're going to be able to get, um, get on the podcast with us. So yeah. Um, like Kara said, feel free to reach out to us. Um, if you have any ideas, thoughts, um, insight, input on what you would love to hear on the podcast, um, there's an email in the description that you can contact us at. Also just want to shout out February. This episode will be dropping February one, I think. Yeah. Pretty soon. Yeah. So when it, just call out February's Teen Dating Violence Action Month. So get out there and um, be raising awareness and raising uh, education for teen dating violence in your communities. Watch out for uh, stuff from from us, from the youth reps. Um, and Love is Respect is another really great resource, but great uh, month to take action and start some of those conversations with young folks if uh, if you're into that. So yeah, we're just really looking forward to this next next bit and are excited for you to join us on our next episode of prevention perspective thank you for listening to this episode of the prevention perspective again if you or someone you know has experienced domestic dating or sexual violence please call the national domestic violence hotline at 1-800-799-7233 or you can call the WCA's 24-hour hotline at 208-343-7025. 
Don't forget to follow us on social media at WCA underscore Boise and WCA Youth Reps. If you have any suggestions for topics you would like us to cover or get more information about anything you heard on today's episode, contact us through the email provided in the description of the podcast.